Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. This is August 30th through September 5th, 2021. And my name is Katie Sweetman and this is Empowering Astrology. So if you are watching live, do say hello. If you're watching on the replay, also say hello. Um, for those who don't know who I am, I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. So every week we gather to talk about the astrology, to get a sense of what the astrological weather is, and then how does that plug into us? Because as I say over and over again, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. The, the energy of the sky, it interfaces with your consciousness, your unconsciousness, your subconsciousness, your fears, your hopes, your wishes. And we all experience this time differently. Astrology is also just the energy of time. And how do we live the energy of time? So what is the energy of time this week, uh, August 30th through September 5th, 2021? The time right now is that we are coming to the end of a lunar month. This is a lunar month that began on uh, August 8th. Um, it's a pretty powerful lunar month, and I know for some of you and even myself, it was a major lunar month because this lunar month that we are starting to come to the end to end of, um, it really brought up a story that's been unfolding throughout 2021. It's as if this year we have one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life, and at different points throughout the year, August was one of them, we are feeling that tension um, pull even more. And it's something that, you know, in my client work, I keep hearing from you all, yes, like I feel like I have one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life. When do I stop having two feet in different places? And I think that that's something that we really have to get into the new year, unfortunately. But the push and the pull that we are experiencing right now, um, especially in August, is really about reshaping our lives. Because the astrology uh, in 2020, last year, we had something called a Saturn-Pluto conjunction, quite rare, um, but even rare because it was in Capricorn. And I feel like 2020 was a hard stop. And you're like, well, no duh. It was a hard stop for a lot of us, but I think astrologically it was a hard stop. We sort of reached the end of something in our lives. And then that stop in a way started to show us cracks. And then the cracks started to get bigger. And here we are in 2021 cracks are really big because things are wanting to rearrange and move around in our lives and the fixed signs my Tauruses my Leos my Scorpios my Aquariuses you are feeling this the most so here we are we're coming to the end of this really powerful lunar month and when we get to the last let's say three four five days of the lunar month which we're just about to hit that it's a time to wrap up and to reflect. So this is a week where we're not starting things new, we're not pushing forward, we're not you know, really going gung-ho about anything. It's a little bit of a quieter, quieter week. It's a time that is best served um, doing the inner work, reflecting, releasing, preparing. Yes, we are in uh, Virgo season. In fact, we're like a week into Virgo season at this point, but we still have one foot. <laughs> in Leo season. So 
If you're watching live, do say hello. Let me know where you're watching from. How have you felt August? Because, you know, we've got just one more day left in August. Kind of hard to believe. And then we'll be firmly into, uh, you know, what, the third quarter of 2021. And it's just absolutely insane how quickly things are going. But um, again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Um, and my website is empoweringastrology.com. And you know, I kind of believe in the sense that we have to work with the astrology and uh, work in a way to let it transform us and to help us step into our higher potential. This that's always in the the background of when we gather every week. Um, but yeah, everybody kind of felt the last uh, the last month very differently. So what's what's going on this week? Well, I was talking about a few moments ago that we are wrapping up the lunar month, things are a little bit quieter. But when we this is next week, kind of giving you all a sneak preview for next week, when we start the Virgo new moon on September sixth. 14 degrees of Virgo, it's doing a couple of things. One, in a way, it's taking a thread from this past lunar month that we were in, and it's stabilizing, it's grounding. Um, Virgo is Earth energy. We are in an Earth season right now. Earth energy is all about our feet on the ground, really dealing with the practical details of life, getting organized, getting focused. It's no coincidence that this is back to school season for everybody. Virgo is a sign of learning. It's also the sign of helping and healing. It's a sign that really helps us to get in touch with service and uh, our awareness of the needs of other people. So this is a season where we are coming out of, let's say, Leo. Leo is all about passion and creativity and joy. And now that fire energy needs to be grounded into something. So if something shook up for you in August, um, how do you start to come back to solid ground? Virgo energy loves rituals, practice, sort of making sure that your day is organized and focused and grounded. So that's something that you may be thinking about as you go um, closer to this Virgo new moon that we have on September 6th. Um, another sneak preview about this Virgo new moon. This new moon is at the cross point between the eclipses. So we've sort of gotten to the midpoint of the eclipses. And when you have a new moon um, or even a full moon that's uh, two weeks later uh, further, into September, um, you get that little bump of eclipse energy. So I sort of put this on everybody's radar because when you get a little bit of a bump of eclipse energy, something from the previous eclipses or something in a way that presages the coming eclipses in November, December comes to a head. It's just like a thread in time that we sort of keep coming back to over and over again. But for some of us, we're at a crossroads. The lunar eclipse energy, the solar eclipse energy of May and June is seeding something that is now starting to unfold and to make itself known. I sort of put that on your radar for those my, my mutable uh, signs that are watching, my Geminis, my Virgos, my Sages and my Pisces. You are mutable signs. So you're feeling this a little bit more than the other signs. But um, 
that said, as you know, what's going on this week? Well, uh, this today, Monday, uh, August 30th, Mercury just went into Libra. So this is important to understand because Mercury is the ruler of Virgo. So we had Mercury was in Virgo for the past, I don't know, two, three weeks. August is a little bit of a blur if I'm actually being honest with you. Um, but when it's in Virgo, it's in its own sign. So we sort of had this emphasis on Virgo energy, especially with Mars in Virgo, you know, getting organized, getting focused, getting practiced and disciplined. But now uh, Mercury is in Libra. So Libra is a very different sign than Virgo. We, you know, we sort of made our plans and we got organized with Virgo and then things now need to move and exchange with Libra. I know Libra is a sign of relationships, but it's also the sign that teaches us that we can't do things alone. And I, I actually wrote about this in my update on uh, my blog or Facebook uh, today. Um, I just remember about 10 years ago, or maybe actually it was probably 20 years ago, um, I was putting together some Ikea furniture. And I'm, I'm sure that this is the case in other countries, but when they translate the instructions from Swedish to English, sometimes you just get really funny translations. So I'm really stubborn, <laughs> a little bit of an insight into who I am. Um, and I'm the person that's putting the furniture together, even though you're supposed to do it with multiple people because I'm stubborn. Um, so I'm putting together this furniture and it says it's, it's advisory to be two people. And I bring this up because I was thinking about that now that Mercury is in Libra, because Libra is a sign that teaches us that we can't do things alone. Saturn is exalted in Libra. It's a little bit of an intermediate point. It's something that I like to go back to over and over again. Saturn is exalted into Libra. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, just understand that certain um, planets, they, they do their best work in certain signs. Certain planets are at home and certain signs, like Venus right now is at home in Libra. Venus is in Libra presently, but a planet like Saturn, although it's not in Libra right now, hasn't been in Libra since the last 10 years, um, it does its best work in Libra. But I'm bringing this up because it, what does Saturn and Libra teach, teach us? It teaches us that we need other people, we need partnerships, alliances, relationships, socialization, uh, otherwise life is in balance. Otherwise you are me putting together Ikea furniture when you should definitely be relying upon the help of others. So here we are, it's Virgo season. We want to get things done. That's what Virgo season's all about. And maybe if you're stubborn like me, don't reach out, uh, can use Mercury in Libra to connect with others, to collaborate, to interact, to socialize, and to understand that our life needs balance. In a way, we are, we've been living that since 2020, uh, maybe not the balance part, but the need to have balance because Saturn is over in Aquarius, an air sign, just like Libra. So it's not just our relationships that need balance right now. It's our friendships, our communities, our systems and networks and everything that our lives run on. So now that we're back in Virgo season, we're getting ready for this Virgo new moon that's on September 6th. I know that's next week, but just giving you all a head, heads up um, that uh, we need to make sure that we are going further into Virgo season with the support 
of other people. Mercury is in Libra. In fact, Mercury will spend um, until November, early November. I can't remember the date, the 4th, 5th, uh, in Libra because uh, Mercury will actually turn retrograde, <clears throat> excuse me, Mercury will turn retrograde at the end of this month. So it's going to spend two months in Libra. So we've got a good two solid months to remember that it is advisory to be two people. Um, Libra is not just relationships. Uh, Venus, sorry, Venus, uh, Libra ruled by Venus. And Venus is a sign that, yes, it's about relationship and partnerships, but it's also about um, money, material stability, um, needing to have resource, um, beauty. Venus and Libra, um, which is where Venus is right now, and Mercury uh, connects us to the energy of beauty and harmony, um, making things pretty. I mean that in the best possible way. Um, for those that don't know this, I used to be a graphic and web designer. I worked in IT for 20 years before I quit my job to become an astrologer. So I think there's something to be said about having everything nice and harmonious and pretty and maybe this is a time where we're using that Virgo energy to spruce things up, spruce ourselves up, spruce our environments up, um, get our lives in order. But that said, we're not quite there yet because that new moon is not for another week. So that said, we are wrapping up this week. We are tying up loose ends. We are reflecting. And then as we go further into this weekend, things get quieter and quieter because that's what happens when the the moon gets to just that little sliver of light in the sky but that's not the only thing that's happening this week the other major focus of the astrology this week is mars mars is over in virgo opposite uh, neptune and pisces so mars if you recall it's been in virgo since uh, the start of august so about a month and Mars, I actually like Mars and Virgo. Um, Mars and Virgo gets things done because Mars is the planet of action, um, forward movement, drive, courage, bravery. You put it into Virgo and you get something that's more service minded. It's very duty conscious. It wants to be organized. It can get really obsessed about the details and sometimes even overwork. But really, there's a there's a strong practical drive with Mars. Um, in Virgo and Mars and Virgo also needs a lot of exercise. So I sort of say this to you all um, who might have been you know, feeling a little cooped up. Just make sure you're giving Mars and Virgo um, a physical outlet, whether it's exercise, it could be something gentle, go for a walk. Um, and if you must, uh, just or do a project, channel that energy in that way. That said, Mars opposing Neptune. So what's Neptune? Neptune is part of this class of planets, uh, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Their jobs are to get us to transform by any means possible. They just do it in different ways. Uranus does, does this by shaking things up, turning on the lights proverbially, um, getting us to, to awake um, because we are in our way. There's a crisis of authenticity when we experience uh, Uranus's energy. Neptune, on the other hand, it does its transformation work in a very subtle way because Neptune dissolves the boundaries between this world and the next world. And suddenly we don't feel so grounded. We don't feel so um, 
that solidity that we normally have with Virgo season. And I think that you have to understand that Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011, 2012. That's a long time. Uh, Neptune spends 14 years in each of the zodiac signs. So we're what? We're, we're coming to the last stretch, but just FYI, uh, Neptune will not leave Pisces until 2026, 2027. We still got time. But right now there is this dynamic pool between Virgo, this, uh, this sign that needs everything precise, everything organized. My joke about Virgo is that Virgo is a secret Scorpio. They like to be in control. If you are a Virgo, maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about. But that's the thing about Neptune. We are not in control when Neptune is involved. Neptune reminds us that actually we're quite small in the grand scheme of the cosmos. And our physical lives are only one component of it. We are actually both physical and non-physical. We've got the, the earthliness of Virgo, but we also have the heaven and the spirituality of and the magic of Pisces. So we're seeing that push-pull between our earthly needs, our earthly wants, and our earthly concerns and something greater this week. Thing about oppositions is that we all experience it differently and there's this tendency in astrology to write an opposition as something bad like something opposes you you have to deal with something and it's negative well not always the thing about oppositions is it also is this very dynamic pull of energy and we also see it you know an opposition in a way kind of it's like a full moon we sort of see things for what they are although ironically uh, Neptune sometimes you just don't see Neptune sneaks up on you so I think that there is this story this week especially as we are winding down the lunar month where there is a need to get spiritual whatever that means to you sometimes i say spiritual to people and they think religious and we have to understand that religion and not 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 knocking religion religion is an external way to make sense of our our life our world whether it's philosophy whether it's religion whether it's you know somebody wrote a book on something that's the very sagittarian side of all this but spirituality is something very personal it's very felt it's very inner and so this is a week where we have to get very spiritual, very inner. So where are you? And that's a rhetorical question. Um, you know, where are you feeling that pull? Because you know, Virgo, like I said, it feels a lot of comfort and safety and stability in knowing that everything is just so. Neptune does the exact opposite. So you all have to find the balance between these push and pulls. It can't be so earthly that it loses its magic it can't be so magical that it loses its practicality that's sort of that back and forth between um virgo and pisces this week um if you are an aries or a scorpio because you're mars ruled you know you're sort of feeling this as a call to surrender to let go and maybe those who aren't a, an Aries or a Scorpio, you're feeling this as a call to surrender and let go. We cannot push our agenda when you have a Mars-Neptune opposition. There's this realization that there's sort of a greater divine plan and we can either fight against it or get in line with it. You know, Neptune is one of those planets that really brings up a lot of things with people because it reminds us, like I, like I said, that there's something beyond this world and we, we can smell it, we can taste it, we can sense it, but we can't touch it. 
So there's a, maybe there's something about faith coming up. How do we have faith of what is beyond this world? So everybody's going to feel this energy differently, whether it's a need to meditate, get quiet, get spiritual, go within, or feeling a lot of emotions and sensitivity, sort of this, you know, maybe sometimes the anger, Mars, that comes up because we're not getting our way and things are not going according to plan. But also maybe something that you never thought would heal, Virgo, is now having an opportunity to heal because there's a sense with, with Neptune and Pisces, this idea of redemption and surrender and sort of divine purification. I always think of Neptune or rather Pisces, especially Pisces as the last sign of the zodiac. It talks about the um, this, this cosmic ocean that we all, you know, the amniotic waters of the universe that we all come and go uh, from. So there's this need to sort of connect to something bigger. Um, we do have Mercury trying Saturn this weekend and Virgo square Pluto. Wait, that does not speak English. Um, Venus square Pluto this weekend. I want to save that for next week's um, new moon because they're going. To, these energies are going to be really seated and this new moon. So we we got lots to talk about next week. But really, like I said, the the driving aspect this week is Mars opposite Neptune, and then uh, now that Mercury is in Libra, we have this new phase of Virgo season. Um, and again, it is advisory to be two people can't do things alone. Um, so we're going to go through the Zodiac, just your friendly reminder, um, although I have to do this by hand and I do it later, um, there will be timestamps for you to go back and listen to your sign. Hopefully you all like to listen to my introduction every week. Sometimes you guys just skip to your sign. Um, you can listen to your sign. You can listen to your rising sign. You can listen to your best friend's sign, your partner's sign. So lots of information. So where is this Mars-Neptune opposition going to manifest between uh, the 12 signs this week? Um, let's start with Aries. So Aries, Virgo is your sign of health and wellness. It's very much everything that I've been talking about over the last 20 minutes. It's a sign that really grounds you in the details of life. And there's the physicality of life and there's the physicality of your health, but then you have Neptune and Pisces over on the other side of things and there's this need to understand like what you can see what you can touch and what you know for real versus what you can't see what you can't touch how do you surrender how do you understand that healing is a holistic or mind body soul um, act and I think that with Mars um, in your sign of work and projects, sometimes you've been working way too hard and that you get so caught up in the minutia of day-to-day -day life. Think about Neptune in your 12th, where it has been, quite frankly, since um, 2011, 2012, is that you have to make sure that you are not sacrificing your spiritual needs over your physical needs. An opposition just means you have to find balance between your spiritual life, the totality of you, your universal self, versus the you know getting the groceries, um, paying your bills, going to work. The two things that sound so diametrically diametrically opposed, yet they are very important. They they support each other. So really finding the balance between heaven and earth 
this week, Aries. Um, and if you are overworking um, and, and not prioritizing something bigger than yourself, just just be aware that when um, Mars shows up in a health sign, you know, maybe sometimes the universe makes you take a break. So sort of look where you're burning out, where you're not being spiritually fed, and try to use the opposition to rectify the um, the imbalance. Because just a little side note, Mars takes two years to go through the zodiac. So you were last here approximately two years ago, probably in August of um, uh, what year is it? So this one, 2019. So go back in your own time and, and see what was going on. Um, but this is sort of this larger framework of time for you, Aries, where you need to um, go deeper into your spirituality. And like I said, this has been going on since 2011, 2012. Taurus. So Mars is in your fifth sign. This sign is how you express who you are, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, your creativity. It's where you get inspired and passionate about things and yes it's in an earth sign you are an earth sign uh taurus taurus you've been through a lot especially this past month especially this past year especially the past three years how do you get back to yourself but get back to the things that really light you up that turn you on that uh, give you that spark of life, especially if you've been burnt out with everything, Taurus, this is a good season for you to get back to who you are, especially after that um, that new moon that we're going to have on September 6th. You have Pisces and Neptune and Pisces over in your 11th sign. So the push and pull that's happening is between who are you? Who are you at your core? And where does that belong within the greater whole? Like, do people get you? Do your friends get you? Um, are you supported? Do you feel the freedom to be yourself? But also because um, where Neptune is right now, it does talk about humanity, the collective um, uh, community, if I didn't say that word already. Um, how do you put yourself in service for something greater? You know, Neptune in the part of the chart that talks about humanity and the collective says that this is a longer framework of time where it's like, how are you called to serve the greater whole? And maybe you're sort of feeling this push and pull. It's like, well, who am I? Where do, where do I belong? And how can I help something greater? That said, um, like, I, you know, like I said, Mars is really helping you to light some fires, to get back in yourself, to not sacrifice your needs too much, but at the same time, finding the balance between your needs and the needs of a friend, needs of your social circle, needs of a group, and needs of um, society and humanity. Um, Gemini. So Mars is in the very bottom of your chart. It's in your fourth sign. And when Mars shows up there, things can get a little noisy on the home front. Um, the Because Mars is not a quiet planet. It sort of is fiery and restless. It goes after what's, what it wants. So Mars on a very mundane level in this part of the chart says that it's time to focus on the home, focus on your living situation. So very often there's a move a renovation, a home improvement project. You've got, you know, saws and hammers going on. Things are loud and noisy. People are coming through and visiting. Um, but at the same time, it's a, it's, it's you need to reestablish 
your roots right now. Um, Mars being Mars, maybe your family life, your family, whether it's your actual family or your chosen family, they need your, your support right now. They need your attention. This is also a time when uh, you might be more sensitive than usual. And when Mars is in this part of the chart, we can sometimes revert a little bit to um, like an inner child, like that inner child really needs a lot of attention right now. So we can get sometimes a bit angry and emotional, but where's that anger and emotions coming from? It might be coming from someplace really old. Um, so you're thinking about the past, looking over at old photos, um, getting nostalgic or feeling your feels right now. That said, Neptune is in your career sign. It's been in your career sign since 2011, 2012. That is a large framework of time for Neptune to be in your career sign. It sort of says right now for Gemini on a macro level that whatever you are doing in the world, Gemini, you have to make sure that it first, first uh, feeds your soul. It can't just be for the fame and glory. It just can't be for the paycheck. Unfortunately, that's the thing. That's the way the Neptune works. Neptune says you can make a million dollars. You can be the most famous person in the world, but first, it has to feed your soul. So maybe you're feeling that back and forth between um, the th like really trying to get back in touch with the things that really matter, your needs, your needs in the greater whole, your needs at home, your needs with your family or your loved ones or your inner circle. But maybe this is a um, an opposition when you are sort of reassessing your priorities in life and the things that you go after and sort of making sure that they line up with some sort of spiritual need or some sort of greater spiritual whole. Cancer. So Mars is in your third sign, and the third sign is, talks about how we communicate, listen, uh, learn, the choices that we make, how we move, um, travel. So maybe you're really busy right now, Cancer. You've got a lot of things to say. You got places to go. You got things to do. It is Virgo season by you know after all? So maybe you had a lot of things to do. So you're sort of you know checking down your to-do list. That said, there's a big focus right now on education. Um, you may be your prior, and education obviously means different things to different people. Uh, for some people, it is actually going back to school. For some people, it's just educating yourself, reading books, um, really re-examining um, you know, what you know, becoming informed about something. Um, but like I said, you know, you've got a lot to say right now because when Mars is in this part of the chart, they, sometimes your words have a little bit of a point to them. Um, so Mars is not exactly uh, mending fences right now. Maybe it's not quite diplomatic, but so if you are sort of saying things, just make sure you're saying the right things. Um, that said, uh, Neptune is in your ninth, so maybe you do need to mend fences. Maybe you do need to re-examine the things that you stand up for, that your convictions, um, and making sure that your beliefs, um, the things you put your faith in, are actually the things that you need to believe in, you need to put your faith in. I really, that's a really subjective statement. Everybody's different, but you have to understand that when Neptune is in this part of the chart, there is a need to sort of understand things. Um, there's a need to 
develop the self, um, to to do self help, to take classes, um, but also there is this sense of like the role of spirituality in life, and even the role of religion in in life. That's something that's relevant to you. Um, but with Neptune there, there's sort of this greater question of like, what do you believe in? What are your convictions? And what are you standing for? And, and is it right? I know that that's again very subjective statement. But sometimes we fight for the things that we think are absolutely right and then we realize that we've put our blinders on and we've sort of gotten behind something that's a little problematic. So re-examine um, what you're choosing, um, your convictions, the things that you think are absolutely true because Neptune um, says that just because you think it's capital T truth actually means it might not be capital T truth because that Neptune area of things, it sort of makes things blurry, not so clear, but you can use this energy um, to really do a lot of soul searching and spiritual examination and uh, personal transformation work. It's really highlighting that uh, education, in your, education in your chart. Leo, so Mars is in your second sign. And the second sign is about money, income, material needs, and material stability. So you're really focused on your material life at the moment, like getting you know, from a very basic level Virgo, organizing your finances, making sure your bills are being paid, or at least your online accounts are in order, even your physical paperwork, remember paperwork, um, that your papers are in order as well. But this is the time to gather resources. Mars is really sort of motivating you and driving you to really get your material life in order. Then have Neptune in your eighth sign. So the eighth sign is a couple of things. Very traditionally, it is a money sign. It talks about not my resources, it's the resources that we share with other people, meaning assets, uh, benefits, um, a partner's money, uh, money that can come from other sources, but also finance and wealth. So there's a sense of like really needing to look at debt, um, wealth, um, how you're organizing your finances to create these things. But when you put Neptune in a money sign, um, it sort of says, again, you can make a million dollars, you can um, plan all you want to make sure that you are financially secure, but first make sure that it's actually in a right way or it is in alignment with some sort of greater good or greater need. Neptune also is in a part of the chart that talks about the need to do a lot of deep inner work. And this has been going on the last um, almost 10 years at this point. Um, Neptune is in what I like to affectionately call the eighth room for you. Um, are we on Leo? Yes. And so this is a time that we are really kind of looking at your psychic abilities, your deep inner work, um, shadow transformation. Um, and sometimes when we have to go into that space, um, whether it's through a new moon or a full moon or Mars opposite Neptune for you, Leo, um, we wonder if we're safe. Are we safe to really go into the deepest, darkest parts of ourselves? And so maybe that's the push and pull that you're feeling this week because Virgo and Mars are in a part of the chart that wants the feet right on solid ground, wants to know that it's absolutely safe. So maybe that's the thing, Leo, you got to get grounded in yourself, get grounded in your life, but then you're also doing some deep transformation work this week. And it could mean releasing something very old. 
healing something very old, forgiving, um, compassion, redemp redemption. Redemption of the things that maybe you thought could never be redeemed. Um, I don't know. That's We'll see who that's relevant for. But that's where the push and pull is happening for you, Leo. Virgo, Mars is in your sign. It's been in your sign since the beginning of August of 2021. So when Mars is in our sign, we feel really motivated to take action. It's a new cycle. Um, we want to go after what we want. We kind of feel that energy of the hunt. Mars likes to hunt. Um, so we have to make sure that we have our sort of our plans, Virgo. We need to make sure that we have our plans for the future. We have everything organized. We're sort of ready to go after the things that we want. But Neptune is over in your seventh sign. So sometimes just because we want it and we're all ready to go locked and loaded doesn't mean we can because Neptune in a relationship sign says that we also have to keep in mind other people's needs and wants and desires. And maybe something about somebody else and the needs of somebody else kind of derailed your plans. So there's some frustration. It's like, well, how do I make sure that I am getting my needs met or going after what I want or my project or this or that, and then tending to somebody else or somebody else needs your help. Somebody else needs your compassion, your forgiveness, your connection. Um, sometimes because Neptune in a relationship sign is sometimes a little problematic, um, there's a need to examine boundaries. And maybe Virgo, you're seeing where you are either in a codependent situation or where you haven't maintain the best boundaries with somebody and um, Mars is you know that push and pull is now saying no you have to really re-establish and reassert you can't be completely um, run over by somebody else and somebody else's needs and wants and desires so again finding balance between uh, this opposition um, Libra so Virgo is what's called your 12th sign. And when you get to the 12th sign, which is the last sign of anybody's astrology or anybody's astrology chart, you're in a space that's very liminal and spiritual and inward and reflective. So Mars in this part of the chart says that maybe Libra, you don't have a ton of energy right now. That energy is well suited towards rest, recuperation, meditation and retreat so you're you don't you know don't push the what's the word like don't push the gas pedal too much right now libra i know that venus is in libra i know that mercury is now in libra so maybe you have a little bit of a boost um but you still in a way are kind of dealing with especially after the new moon needing to really focus on your inner world your inner life um and letting go of something that's really what the 12th sign is about you've reached the end of a long journey you can't bring things with you what do you leave behind neptune is in a sign that talks about health and wellness for you uh libra um you know everybody's going to feel this differently um for my, for my libra and libra risings uh watching um neptune is part of the chart can sometimes talk about uh allergies or needing to make um, dietary changes because whatever you're eating just um, wasn't um, 
vibratorily or emotionally or spiritually in alignment with what your body needs. Um, sort of put that out there again, not doctor. Um, but really looking at your, your, what is health, Libra? Is it something that is physical? Is it something that's emotional? Is it something that's spiritual? Because it's this little bit of a story that's happening with this Mars-Neptune opposition of health being this holistic mind, body, and soul uh, approach to things. And Mars in the last part of the chart, especially in an opposition to Neptune, can talk about the need to let something go like an attachment or an addiction. So really examine the things that you are negatively attached to. It doesn't have to be a substance. It could be a belief. It could be an object. It could be the past. And how do you let go? Because that's really saying, it's like, if you are really holding on to something, how is that impacting your physical health? And maybe that's impacting, um, you know, being uh, like an allergy or something that is not agreeing with your system because it's sort of running up against um, something that you're energetically or emotionally holding on to. But um, there's a need to really focus on physical and emotional and spiritual health right now, but also um, additionally, uh, service, service to others, um, spiritual service, and sort of letting go of the ego's needs and desires to, to always you know have something, and just making sure that you are in alignment with something greater right now, Libra. Scorpio, Mars is your planet, and Mars is in your 11th sign right now. The 11th sign is about friends and community and our social circle, but also something greater. It's about our relationship with the society and humanity and social causes. So you're starting to reach the end of your personal chart right now, Scorpio. Mars will go into Libra, I believe, um, at the end of September. Don't quote me on that. But when Mars, your planet, uh, changes signs later this month or sometime around then, um, you sort of come to the end of a great chapter. And when you get to that point in a few weeks, it's about really going within and letting go and getting quiet. But right now, you're not quite there right now. You're, you're one step before. And this is a time when you need to look outward into the future, sort of look at the the path that you've been on over the last um, almost two years and your Mars would was in this part of the sky in the summer of 2019 I know that seems like another lifetime ago uh, and what how far have you come since August of 2019 what's changed what's transformed so there's a need to see what you've accomplished over the last two years but also look ahead and think, okay, what more do I want to achieve um, in the next cycle? This next cycle will begin when Mars goes into Scorpio. That will be, I think, the 30th or 31st of October. We've got time. But this is a time when also you're really um, thinking about your, your community and your friends and who you're connected to and needing to be connected. And uh, you know, like I was saying in, in the intro, it's advisory to be two people. We can't do things al alone, even, even you. Scorpio. So really making sure that you, your, um, 
your social circle is strong, reach out to friends. Mars is really motivating you to make those greater connections and alliances. But it, you know, Mars can also get a little testy and maybe you know there's something that's happening uh, between you um, and a friend or you in a group environment. Um, it's always bad, but Mars tends to be a little bit more reactive than uh, Venus, on the other hand, does things a bit differently. Neptune, however, is in your fifth sign. So if you look back, uh, Scorpio, over the last decade, what has changed about you? Have you let go? Have you healed? Have you transformed? Have you forgiven yourself? Do you have compassion for yourself? Um, this is also a time when maybe your intuition or your creativity uh, has really awakened and opened up. But Neptune is a little bit of a quiet influence. So it's one of those things where it's like you don't, Neptune's like background, background uh, noise or background music. It's like, oh, right, there has been a lot of change in the, in the last decade. So look to see the version of self that you were in 2011, 2012 versus the version of self that you are now. With that in mind, how has all the changes that you've made um, Line, how, does, how do you live that out in the world? Do you still have the same friends that you did 10 years ago? Um, do you still fit in the same social circle, the same social fabric or community that you did 10 years ago? Does something need to catch up? Do you need to find a balance between how you express who you are versus um, your connection to your groups or the greater whole? So this is the sort of the push and pull that you're feeling right now. Um, but because Mars is your planet, Scorpio, um, there is this greater thing about healing and compassion and surrender. So maybe this is a time when you just need to take it easy. Um, Mars can sometimes, not Mars, um, Neptune can sometimes zap our energy. We're feeling very reflective and inward. So you, you can also use this energy right now to get very spiritual, very deep, um, and to really focus on your intuition. Sagittarius. So Mars is in your 10th sign. So this is a time when you're really working on projects, work, um, reaching towards some sort of ambition. It can even be a project that you're trying to get launched. Um, but Mars is really focused on your external world and your ambitions and your, you know, your, your place in the world, uh, sort of heating things up in your professional life. Um, again, you were last here. This would have been about August of 2019 because Mars has a two-year cycle. Um, that said, uh, you have Neptune down at the bottom of your chart where it has been for the last decade. Home and family, your relationship with home and family, your relationship with the past, your relationship with your needs has profoundly transformed. Neptune being Neptune, it's done it rather quietly. So when you go back and you look at your relationship with your family, with the past, with your needs over the last decade, hopefully you should see a shift. How do you make sure that your needs, your inner world, um, lines up with your external world? How do, how do all the personal and inner changes that you've made in the last decade, how does that reflect outwardly in your ambitions and your career and the things that you, um, things that you go after? 
So this is a time when you are feeling this push and pull between your external world, your worldly life, and your inner world, and family, and home, and sort of looking at the dynamic changes that have happened um, quite slowly and quite subtly over the last decade. I will add Sag because we are going to have that Virgo new moon on the 6th and you're going to have that in your career sign. You are stepping into or about to step into a period of period, four weeks, um, that is about um, going after your professional goals and ambitions. So how do you, in a way, prepare yourself for that? Um, doing some inner work right now, really feeling your feels. And, and if something is coming up, like deep emotions, like let them out, let them go because you don't need them in the places that you want to go in your professional life or in your worldly life going forward. Um, Capricorn. Virgo is your ninth sign. So the ninth sign talks about what do we believe in? What are our convictions? What's our faith? What's our truth? It's also the sign of higher education and travel, especially foreign travel or long distance travel. So this is a time when you're really looking outward into the world. Maybe you are literally traveling. I realize that's a little hard at the moment, but nevertheless, we're doing it. Um, maybe you are focused on education, you know, you're thinking about going back to school or you're taking classes or you're taking classes that are very specific to um, something in your professional life. Maybe you're really examining what you believe in. And here's the thing about this dynamic push and pull between the ninth sign and the third sign Capricorn. Neptune's down in your third there is a need to sort of re-examine what you think is truth. Maybe these are things that you thought were rock solid beliefs that you're ready to fight for them, Mars, Mars is a fighter. But with Neptune the third, you have to re-examine the details and maybe it's hard to re-examine the details because it's Neptune and you know, sort of goes through that, that fog. Um, so there's a need to maybe consult your intuition, get grounded in who you are. Um, Maybe think that there are things that you thought were true or not true, that you need to get back to some sort of different way of thinking or looking in, changing your viewpoint. Um, but maybe you're getting very emotional about the things that you believe in, very passionate. Um, and maybe there's just a need uh, to surrender to something. Maybe that's uh, relevant to you. Capricorn, but that's where you're feeling this push and pull. Mars is a, is a planet in your chart that does talk about your, your emotions, so this could be a very sensitive week for you, Capricorn. Aquarius. Aquarius, you so much going on in Aquarius's life right now, especially with that, um, with, with all the things that are going on uh, in August. But um, Mars is in your eighth sign, Aquarius. So Mars has now been in the part of the chart that which I affectionately call the eighth room. This is the time when you have to face yourself, Aquarius. Face your deepest fears, your deepest emotions, do the inner work, focus on the psyche, talk to a therapist, a counselor, somebody that you, you trust. It is a time, Aquarius, when you are um, so used to your analytical, rational mind, but this is not a time when you can necessarily rely on your analytical and rational mind. 
This is when a lot of deep feelings and emotions are coming up. Maybe you're dealing with uh, themes around death and rebirth, maybe literal themes around death and rebirth, um, or metaphorical, hopefully metaphorical, but it's a thing where you are sort of needing to transform and to change something deep within yourself. Mars is talking about emotional health, but then you have Neptune in your second sign. And Neptune there, this is a much larger story where you need to make sure that your uh, material needs, your material wants um, are in alignment with some sort of greater good. So maybe you're thinking about, maybe you're having a priority shift at the moment, Aquarius, because I say this because you've just been through a really intense um, new moon that we had um, back on August 8th. So maybe with everything that shook up for you or potentially shook up for you, you don't feel the same way that you did um, that you, you know, at the beginning of August. Maybe the things that you wanted to invest in, thought were valuable, thought were the, the things that you were, were wealth for you or not. And you need to re-examine that. Um, so it's just sort of a shift in priorities at the moment, Aquarius, but it is focused on money material stability, material security, both your money, somebody else's money, an estate, a partner's money, um, insurance, benefits, taxes, sort of this is the stuff that you're, you're dealing with at the moment. But again, be very present with the emotions that are coming up. Finally, Pisces. So Virgo is Pisces' seventh sign. Seventh sign is about relationships, connection. Um, it is the sign that reminds us that it is advisory to be two people, like I was saying in my intro. So Mars in this part of the chart isn't exactly a quiet influence in relationships. On one hand, maybe something has come up between you and a partner um, since the start of August. Um, maybe you're feeling really motivated and inspired to connect other people because Mars is there. So it can kind of go both ways. But do keep in mind, Pisces, with Neptune in your sign, where it's been since uh, 2011, 2012, that you are in a much larger framework of time where you have to transform. You have to, I mean, Neptune, what is ne Neptune? has broken you down, but in very subtle ways. It's sort of over, you know, when you see something that's been eroded by the sea, it just takes many, many years, but eventually all that water just smooths down the hard edges and erodes something away. So think back to who you were, Pisces, at the, you know, 2011, 2012, decade ago, nine years ago, and how that has impacted, informed, transformed, made confusing relationships. So this is sort of this push and pull that's happening uh, this week about you and somebody else. Mars is opposite Neptune, so there's the need to surrender. I know that that's not a very popular word, but sometimes it's not about what we want. And you can fight all you want, and sometimes we fight in a way that um, it drains our energy. It, it doesn't accomplish anything. We've sort of maybe stood up uh, for something on principle or pride even, but in the end, it's just, it's kind of a waste of energy. So really see what um, fights or conflicts or things you're going after right now, the things that are coming up with you and somebody else and sort of see, okay, is it worth it? Is it nourishing something greater than myself, my spirituality, my spiritual needs, um, or is it just sort of this, 
this thing. Sometimes Neptune can just be these things, these abysses that we're, that we're stuck in. But it is about relationships right now. It's finding the balance between what somebody else wants versus what you want and sort of releasing and surrendering uh, the things that just really in the, at the end don't matter. And maybe this is a time to find compassion, to find understanding, recognition, forgiveness for somebody else. So that is your look at the astrology of August 30th through September 5th, 2021. Again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Thank you all for joining me um, this evening. Uh, we've had a lot to go through. Just kind of quick note, because this kind of comes up periodically, but some people told me that somebody had cloned my Instagram and were approaching people to get um, readings. And of course, I would never do that because that's just like unethical. Um, but yeah, do you do, do your due diligence this week? Neptune can sometimes see the, the things that look so good, but actually aren't, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a scam. So yeah, if you get a weird uh, request to follow me um, on Instagram or even Facebook, this is happening on Facebook too, it's not me. I guess I'm at the point in my career where people want to um, uh, use my use, use my stuff. But anyway, that's just some some housekeeping. Um, but uh, thank you all for joining me for another live look at the astrology. Again, my name is Katie Sweetman. This has been Empowering Astrology. You can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com, um, Facebook. I'm on Instagram, the aforementioned Instagram, Empowering Astro. Um, you can watch the replay, uh, YouTube, uh, listen on Spotify. I know like a few of you are actually listening to this as a podcast. Um, book a consultation with me. I know I see some familiar faces on the live uh, chat and you, some of you are my clients. So again, thank you all for joining me and I will see you all next week. Bye.